That was wild. He said, do you have any of Scott's tape? Scotch tape. Oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> okay. You're a genius. Welcome. Welcome back. We're back. Uh, we're back. My name is Dan O. This is Comedian Ordinaire. This is the 27th one of these things that we've done, and I'm speaking in plurals to try to be humble. This is the 27th one I've done. I'll take all the credit. I'll take all the credit for everything that anyone's doing or helped me with. It's the 27th one I've done. Uh, any, hey, we're on a bit of a roll with this thing, though. Uh, I don't know how many weeks this is in a row of pod. This is maybe like five weeks of podcasts in a row or something like that. And guess what? There is actually still more. There's still more coming, more comedians. Um, yeah, I just I can't believe how much uh, momentum this is getting. And uh it's very exciting, and you know what? If you like it, or if you know any comedians, let me know, and I want to talk to them. And if you're a fan, tell somebody that you're a fan, and they'll be like, "I don't even know what that is," and you'll be like, "I." It's hard to explain because he he because he doesn't even explain it well himself, so I don't know how to relay it to you, but I, I like it. And then they'll be like, "Hey, shit, okay, I'll I'll buy a, a shirt or a sticker or something." Not that I'm selling them, but what am I talking about? Today, we have a very special guest, um, also a bit of a disclaimer, or drinking game, I don't know, but there are so many F-bombs inside of this podcast. I've never put in so many F-bombs, and I thought about bleeping every single one out, and then I was like, I don't have that much time. That would be at least three weeks of editing, at least. Um, so little disclaimer, a lot of F-bombs, we're letting them fly, we recorded it late at night, so no apologies, you know what, it's just comedians sitting around talking some junk, some trash, some shit, some fuckery, things like that, um, and you know what, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but if it's for you, then this is right up your alley, right up there, um, and today's guest is Raymond Ace. Raymond Ace has been doing stand-up for about a year. Uh, coming up on a year, 11 months. He's going to hit his one-year mark in January, if I remember right. Um, and his buddy, BV Silica, and those two have a podcast together called Dab Dreams Radio. I think it's hilarious, actually. Uh, I went over and listened to an episode. I think they have an amazing chemistry together, and Raymond Ace is... Funnier than he gives himself credit for, although you'll hear himself giving himself credit in this. But anyways, a little bit confusing. They have a podcast. I really do think it's funny. 
Um, and they were nice enough to have me on that podcast. So if you decided that you want more Comedian Ordinaire and Dab Dreams Radio collaboration, you can just look Dab Dreams Radio up and I will probably be one of their newest episodes or just look for Comedian Ordinaire, Dan O. I don't know what they're going to title it, but um, it was a lot of fun. And we podcasted for about four hours, four hours one night. And, you know, huge thank you to BV Silica for letting us use his apartment and all of his equipment. Dude's a professional and he edits a whole ton. And I know that's not easy. It's not a fun thing to do. Trust me, I know, I know, editing is just kind of shitty. And Raymond Ace, a huge thank you to him, man. You know, he wanted to talk about comedy, and maybe I caught him off guard with this whole interview thing, but that's just kind of what I do. I like to keep people on their toes. I like to, like to keep those toes being put on. Is that, is that the same way to say that? Does that make sense? Um, anyways, without further ado... Mr. Raymond Ace, in the place. So, first of all, welcome Raymond Ace, the bully, to Comedian Ordinaire, man. Thank you for coming on here. This is crazy. What the fuck is up, brother? What the fuck is up, man? What's your podcast called, by the way? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the motherfucking Comedian Ordinaire X Dab Dreams Radio, as the kids say. Hey. But this is a fucking collaboration, you motherfuckers. <laughs> A.K.A. you know I stay smoking on something smelly. Raymond Dace in the motherfucking place. You know what the fuck it is, and I'm going to wave it all in your face. No John Cena. Wow. Believe it or not, he memorized that. No, uh, dude, that, that's all freestyle. But by the way, ladies and gents, my motherfucking man, BV motherfucking Silica is in the place to be. That's right. One, two, three, the Italian who needs no stallion. The Caucasian who needs no persuasion, but will smoke all your deja, and you know you ain't going to say nothing, man. <laughs> BV, what the fuck is popping? All the way from Tennessee. Hello, drink water. <clears throat> yeah, fancy that's water. Right. Aguabana. <laughs> yeah, he's buying a new fancy water now. Um mm-hmm. It's called it's called Purple Haze IPA. <laughs> oh, I've actually uh, I've actually got a special treat for us later on the show. Just wait. Oh, and how long have you guys known each other? Because you guys do your own podcast, Dab Trains Radio. Yeah, uh, I think we've been doing it for like two and a half years. Uh huh. Because I used to do uh, I used to do a live show with this dude Shorter, uh, where we would talk about weed industry stuff and and. Uh, just do way too many dabs on camera and shit like that. We had Raymond on as a guest one time, uh-huh. and uh, and then he was just like, "I want to do a podcast, and all I care about is making stuff." So, just making I, content, just anything. I want to make everything. I'm writing books and making music, and I put out like three short films in the last two weeks. And it's fucking. You're just a creative person. That's what it is. He's the one that chopped and edited my mural lounge if video. I, if I don't oh, have yeah. work to yeah. do, I lose my mind. So. We be rocking yeah. it every few weeks. Yeah, we you gotta to see do it every setup. Week. This dude has screens all over the place. He has three computers. We got a motherfucking <laughs> green screen, which me and BV, we're, we're gonna be wilding on this green screen. I'm gonna be fucking chopping down buildings or something. You're gonna see it. I'm gonna <laughs> I, be. I realize that I, I have one of those mics, so we can do you fake stand up gigs and put in laugh tracks dude. so people think that you're good. <laughs> oh, we should do that. This guy's That's a all you need. That's all you need, dude. <laughs> fuck. I was gonna tell you the same shit, no lie. Yeah, we can definitely do Any that. comics that need a hand, yeah, come by. Green screen that <laughs> shit, you know. This is Dab Dreams Radio, uh, aka BV Silica uh, uh, Studios. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're we just can trying go, to create. We can just go film comedy clubs around just, Denver as yeah, backgrounds and then just London, superimpose they it. let you record and Absolutely. we'll put it up there. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. They'll be like, how are you doing that on a Friday? Yeah. First of all, my first question is, where are you from? I'm from Oxnard, California by, by way. No, I'm from Avondale, Arizona by way of Oxnard, California. Because mm-hmm. I was born in California and stayed there till I was about 14. And then I moved okay. to Arizona and... Lived most of my adult life there until, uh, uh, like, what, five years ago that I moved to Colorado? What kind of kid were you growing up? Travieso. Yeah? Always into some shit. Like, always fucking... I was, a, I was like, a fucking interested kid. I grew up with a family of all women, basically, dude. Really? I was the firstborn uh-huh. of my family. Okay. Well, like, my mom's kids. I was the firstborn. I was the first grandchild. Yeah. So that was wild. Yeah, you get a lot of attention then, right? From the family. For the most part, yeah, man. Especially since I'm 32 with no fucking kids. Or, I mean, yeah. 31 on the way to 32. All right, you'll get there. Yeah, the, the, la- the ladies like that I'm older now for some reason. You yeah. Know, that's why they always fall in love with me. And that's, But then I always end up fucking it up. <laughs> it's I either you it. do something or you don't. And then, you know, but comics are picking it up now. Like the homie David Leipzig was in a movie. Uh-huh. Well, not a movie, but like a little clip. I don't know if you saw it, the bum fight. Shout no. to them, Ben Brighton and... Ben Brighton and then made a little clip of a bum fight with <laughs> all the comics that, I, like, you know. I've been doing comedy a year in Denver now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the only place I've done it, so. Yeah. Like, all the all the up-and-coming comics that I've seen in the last year, like, that been doing it for years, man. They're starting to create and use the YouTubes. So that's what's up. Like Hell yeah. Like, I mean, you got to use it, dude. I think... You'd be stupid in 10 years not to have taken advantage of the internet. We've in been any doing way the podcast all. since before YouTube. We have a, a few bangers on YouTube. Well, like, not, not before YouTube. <laughs> well, not, no, I know. You know yeah. we, we used to do it not on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, we had a bunch on Mixcloud, which I don't know if even exists anymore. And I'm pretty sure my hard drive died with those. So. Great. All right. Well, episodes. someday, someday I'll pay somebody to fix that hard drive and maybe Great we'll get them out. Great episodes. Some all, all, the, all the best ones got saved somewhere. No, I you think. guys record funny stuff, though. Um, <laughs> well, thank we've had thank you. <laughs> we've talked about some wild ass shit. Huh? <laughs> about how fucking Clint Eastwood is a great, the great, a great actor, but a better racist. That was fucking. <laughs> that was, that a, was a killer one, huh? I like that one a lot. The gravity bong one. That one was ridiculous. That was a video one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raymond, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but were you a funny kid at all growing up? You Hell spent yeah. 14 years in California. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. It, with my family, the way they fucking talk shit, dude, from my mom's to my dad's. More of my dad's, too. But my mom and dad are both shit talkers, so. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a funny family. Yeah. Yeah. Funny ass family. What kind of shit were you getting into exactly? Like, what you mean? So you said I do a lot. I did a lot of crazy shit. I just got into shit. What does that mean? I was like, always you? a bad kid. Like you know, okay. I would always be a travieso, like fucking hanging out with my uncles while they were drinking and smoking, and just be like, wow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I was always the kid that like say say I would go to a like my cousin's house or something. Okay. And they had like a like we used to live in the ranch, bro. So that would be like my tío's house in the ranch would like. In the backyard, it was like a fucking mountain or yeah. a hill. So, what? I'm not gonna climb the fucking hill, and I'm not gonna <laughs> take my cousin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I look at that and I'm like, I want to go up there and see what the fuck I can see from the top. Okay. And I still do that to this day. You know what I mean? I but now we drive as adults, so like I'll drive to the top of the mountain and just to see what the fuck it looks like at the top. Okay. 
But as a kid, like, I would take my cousin, like, hey, and guys don't want to go up there and see what the fuck is up. Like, ah, we're going to get in trouble. Like, not if we make it back in time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and or I was always fucking, like, with my cousins. Like, I, I liked wrestling, so uh-huh. I would go wrestle with them. Girl or boy, like, okay. I go fuck with them. And before I knew it, like, so they were crying, and I'm, like, right there, like, hey, just relax. Don't cry. Just, you know, chill. Uh-huh. I've always been the bad kid. To this day, I've, look. I'm still fucking getting in trouble for stupid shit. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know, man. You just kind of like that. You are like that. Not, not for like for what I'm fucking going through right now, but like, yeah. I'm just like, as an adult, you gotta chill. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just. How would you say? How would you describe me? So. Um. In two words. It's outlandish. Like childlike recklessness. Ah. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. That's it's actually it's, no. That's going to serve you well in some, comedy. It's I think. something that you know. I I think a lot of people wish that they could act more impulsively than they do. But I can guarantee you that Drug acts more impor- impulsively than he should. Yeah, I just <laughs> be talking fine. shit, dude. It's just and I then, just talk shit, and then he'll calm down and he'll fucking go back to normal. But you know, it's yeah, fucking, <laughs> it's hilarious. It comes in spurts, though. You know, uh, though honestly, I edit him out of the podcast a lot less than I edit myself. <laughs> I usually end up feeling like I said something really offensive, and I'm like, I'm going to take that out. Ah, I, I'm just fucking out loud. I have, I have loud, let dude. you get away with saying a lot more shit than I have let me get away with I'm saying. I'm just loud. <laughs> like, I, I, my mind just pops, and it just, whatever is on my mind to say, I just say it, dude. It's yeah. like, I, sometimes, like, I have to apologize. No, I don't have to apologize. But, like, I, <laughs> I just say shit, and, like, sometimes. to get a laugh. You know what I mean? Like, right. if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But most of the time, like, when it's just me fucking around with people, like, I do better. Like, I've made a whole fucking room laugh without being on stage. Like, just me talking shit. You're a funny guy, man. Honestly. No, I like watching your stories on Instagram. Yeah, I, I can see I'm better, like, off the stage. It's like, it's fucking hard to figure out how to be that on stage. It's a hard, yeah, it's hard to translate it. It's a motherfucker. That's something dude. we're all kind of dealing with. Um, as a kid, were you a good student at all? Uh, in everything but math. Everything but math. I was yeah. going to ask you what your best subject is, but I guess it's everything. everything. I would be good so, at everything but math. And then once I started getting older and high school shit, like, I just, you know, it was a lot of my fault that I didn't finish it. But, you know, we'll finish it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting my GED and shit, but, um, okay, like, it was just me being around friends and being, in, you know, highly encourageable, I guess. But as I grow older, I get more responsible, all that shit. But, mm-hmm. but. I just... You know, I came up in a crazy family, dude. Yeah. It was fucking... I grew up with my grandma, and everybody grew up with my grandma. Like, that's still to this day the hub, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I have cousins that are like sisters, you know what I mean? Like, I grew, right. that's where all my comedy comes from, like, just fucking the family. You have a big family now? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, big-ass family. Nice. Um... So you, you're living in Arizona at all? And how are you getting into comedy as a kid? Because you say you moved from California to Arizona. Comedy was just me fucking around with people. Like, even, like, anytime I go to a, a new job, if I get a new job, I make them laugh. Like, it just... Yeah. Like, I've always been just talkative. I don't like to be in a room silent with somebody. You don't like that? Nah. Like, I, I'll introduce myself or, like, yeah, I just introduce myself. Like, at my, the classes I have to go to. The whole time, like, I'm just, it's me talking shit. And yeah. People, like, me talking shit about my life because 
of the bullshit I'm going through. I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, and I just turn all those tragedies into comedy somehow. That's what keeps me going, dude. Like, if I don't make people laugh somehow, like, why is that though? What's that obsession with wanting to be funny? Because I have the same thing. But like, what is it for you exactly? Why are you? Why do you want to be funny? On stage? In general? There's a big obsession. In general, I'm funny, dude. Like, I just fuck with people and. I know in general I'm funny uh-huh. I'm trying to transition that funny onto the stage and just be myself but see when you gotta write jokes and say all that shit like when I'm just hanging out with people like podcasting like when I'm just hanging out with people I just I don't know my personality bubbles and shines and it just you know what I mean mm-hmm. it just shows off but once I'm on stage it's like you lose all that shit I don't know for me I lose it sometimes like there is times where like the last video I got on YouTube, like, that night, like, there was something. I knew, I felt it. I knew something was going to go good because the yeah. crowd was good. The fucking energy was good. I got bumped, like, twice, but I was like, fuck it, it's cool. Certain situations or whatever. I said, fuck it. But that that bump made me kind of be like, fuck it, man. I got to fucking show out, man, because whoever went before me, the, it, they got laughs but it wasn't like those high energy laughs I like those high energy laughs I want to be fucking funny dude like on stage you want to kill him I want, yeah, I want to be a fucking killer dude yeah. like, like that's that's the ultimate goal for me dude like I want to transition how I've killed like dude just me being funny like with like at a job site or a friend like I've had all meetings of me talking shit and people laughing and like that's how it all started for me like to like get the balls to go do it yeah People at work would be like, dude, my homie Duran, shout out to my homie Duran. He'll never hear this, but like my homie Duran would always be like, dude, you're fucking funny. And he was a black guy from mm. the East. So, you know, those dudes are hard to make laugh. Uh, yeah, for so sure. So I was like, he would be in tears for shit I say. And he's like, dude, you need to go do stand up. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, no, nah, dude. And then we lost contact for like two or three years. I didn't see him. We used to work together, and then he left, and then I didn't see him forever, and then I got let go from that job, and I got a job where he was working at, and I didn't even know. Nice. And then I saw him, and, you know, I was there for, like, four or five months, and, like, always, I always talk shit. Anywhere I go, I don't give a fuck, you know? So. Who were the comedians that inspired you to start, though? Because you're saying. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Off top, Eddie Murphy. Raw. Yeah. That's, like, any comic. That's your fucking, that's. That's the Comedy treasure. Yeah, he's the guy. Like that, that, and then George Lopez. And so the first time I heard George Lopez, dude, I knew something. Like, Do you remember I, how old were you? Yeah, like thirteen. Thirteen. Like, yeah. Yeah, I first heard George Lopez when I was ten in fourth grade. Yeah. First comedian I started listening to actually. Once I heard him and I heard the stories that he was saying, like, like no one ever made me laugh like George Lopez. Like nobody's ever made me laugh, and I've never laughed that hard, like since. I don't think. Is that your favorite comedian? No, he's like, yeah, he's in a tie because who would be, no? yeah, I guess you could say he's my favorite comedian. Nice. Like, George, yeah. George Lopez, like, as soon as I heard his grandma jokes, I was like, dude, that's my life. Like, and I, I know I grew up different than him because, like, my grandma's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Like, she's pulled my ear to the pop. And I was like, grandma, come, like, and I'm not trying to make those into jokes that people understand because I've said it in front of Mexican people. <laughs> and they're like, dude, like, Dude, like they were like, dude, that's how my mom was with me. Like she would fuck me up. That's how I want to get it. Like just like him. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I've gotten hit with anything my grandma can get a hold of. Like I was running one time, 
chasing my cousin or some shit, and she smacked the shit out of me with a wooden fucking spoon full of beans. Fried beans. Frying beans. Like, and she didn't think about it because I was a badass kid. Like, I was a motherfucker. So, you know what I'm saying? I got into shit and she would just fuck me up. How did you How did you get into doing stand-up for the very first time? Because that's not easy. It's not an easy thing to go up and do right Because I was fucking... I was turning 31. I, have, I was just working and fucking always just thinking about it. And I had recorded music. I was already doing podcasts. We were doing podcasts for like two years. Sil told me another fucking another person to tell me like four or five people had been telling me mm-hmm. and at the time i was talking to this chick that gave me the motivation just people kept telling me and i was just like fuck i'm not getting any younger so might as well try it and then my my uh my fucking uh my roommate told me too he's like dude you're 31 you're 30 31 like you're in that cusp of like where people understand you. you're not too young at 20 mm-hmm. and you're not too old you're like right there you know what i mean you're doing what you're doing I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right, man. And shout out to my, my fucking roommate, Brucey Bruce. He told me, and he is, you know, he came up in the show business from what he says, you know, who knows. Mm-hmm. But he supposedly came up in show business and shit. So he told me, he's like, yo, dude, you should go do it. You are something. Like, you can do something with this. And I was like, damn. So and then you did. What was the first time like? Where was it? Stonies. Stonies? I got fucking too drunk and I bombed like a motherfucker. I don't even remember what I, I said. You don't remember any jokes that might have? Um, I had it on tape, dude. The Uh first time I went up, I had it on tape, too. But I don't know what happened to the video. But How long were you up there? Like, fucking two minutes, dude. I didn't even even make the light. Two minutes? It was like two days after, or like a day or two before my birthday. The day of my birthday, I think I went. Yeah. If If my birthday was a Thursday, I went that day. But I don't know. My yeah. birthday's going to be a Friday this year, I think. So, yeah. I think it was okay. my birthday. I went on my birthday or sometime in that time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I was just like, fuck it. And I got too drunk and I fucking bombed. Were you nervous? Hell yeah, motherfucker. It was the most, to this day, it's the most nerve-wracking shit, dude. I, yeah. Every time I go up, it's like the first time. Every you still time. get nervous every time. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I get fucking I have to jump and fucking do some shit sometimes, like where I fucking crack my neck. And does drinking help you? Does it calm you down? I don't at drink. All I can't drink. Oh, but did it back then, or no? I would make it worse. Now, I think. Yeah. Like one, one, one beer would be cool. Like mm-hmm. if I could just have one beer, like it'd be cool. But you know. So but, have you ever done stand up? No. <clears throat> Never. No. Um. It's not really my kind of comedy. I appreciate it, and uh-huh. I, I love dissecting it and figuring out how techniques work and stuff, but there's no way that I could genuinely express myself the way that you need to to be a, comedi- a stand-up comedian. It would, always, it would always be, like, constructed and not really that organic because I'm an editor, so all right. I think about is what your perfect timing is supposed to be for this to be contained in like a skit or a, a bit or whatever you're doing. Um, and just the outside influence and variables. I can't, it's so annoying to me. But like, you seem like you're pretty close <laughs> to the scene though. I mean, just through, through him and yeah, recording with some of these people. And, and that's the thing is I do, I love all forms of comedy, but stand up comedy is not one that I feel compelled to do at all. Right. I would much rather do like recorded skits or 
long form stuff where you can't be interrupted like podcasts and things like that you got a good voice for podcasting well thank you yes yeah. I, I am it's an sleek, ugly person. isn't it no you guys got a good chemistry though honestly listening well, to one episode it's like all it's, right it's slick isn't it yeah it's a sex, I mean, he's a sexy we, white caucasian it, lady we had a friend on one time he was like you guys are really good at talking back and forth and i was like yeah we do this every week we do, we've been doing this every week for like <laughs> a year and a half what are you talking well, of course we know how to talk to one another it was terrible but, at uh, first though Oof. <laughs> Rough. Nah, we we did pretty good all the way through. I think it was it was just finding what we were trying to be talking about, and what our what our week to week. How did you guys was be cross on. paths again though? Uh, I did a, I did a different show um, okay. that had guests from weed industry stuff and That's right. and weed culture stuff, and he was on two of those. I think were nice. you? I think. I think you were on another one after we had started That's the podcast. That's fucking crazy to and, think. And it yeah. was just at the crib, you know what I mean? But it was like yeah. such good times. No, it was great. Shorter was, show was Antonio fucking on dope. A couple of those too. That was good. But, like, and then like, we just started doing podcasts, showing up. That was back when I didn't have quite as hectic a schedule. So I could be like, show up here on Thursday. We'll record the podcast. Yeah, you travel a lot now, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. It sucks. It's the worst. You don't like traveling. <laughs> I hate airplanes and airports and everything to do with them. It's just such an annoying hindrance to me to have to go through that process just yeah. on a on a spiritual level. Like just really? walking into an airport makes me unhappy because I know I'm about to have to stand in line yeah. and remind someone that I'm definitely not going to try and kill myself or anyone else on the plane <laughs> and they have to like have enough time to run my information that's mm -hmm. why it takes so long for you to actually get on the planes because they want to make sure that at the la last moment if they need to grab you there anyway airports suck yeah i fucking hate airports but luckily i found out since i started to do a bunch of traveling i don't know if you know about tsa pre-check but holy goddamn shit it's the best thing in the whole world pre-check yeah 85 dollars fucking TSA takes your fingerprints, does a background check on you. If you pass, you get to go in the quick line. At oh, wow. It's sweet. It's, it's like, like a fast pass the, at Disneyland. Yeah, you see those like clear things? That's like, you want to give us like $120 and we'll give you TSA pre-check like today? And But really, you should just go get TSA pre-check because it's fucking, it's less than $100 and it lasts for three years. So, and then you just don't fuck up. What do you do on that? You just get your fingerprints to give them to TSA, and then you get to go in the short line, and you don't have to take your shoes off or your belt off or open your bags or take out your laptops or any of that shit. You just white shit. White shit. No, it's fucking people who travel, man. There's. I don't travel that much, so you know. <laughs> I, I would say people with TSA pre-check. You're giving me anxiety just talking about it. TSA pre-check is an, a very equal opportunity program. I. It's, it's a, an equal opportunity it, it's, program. It's just people who have done the research to be like how do i make flying suck less and mm. i'm like oh yeah okay we just do this you're giving me anxiety from talking about that airport. anyway you're airport right. sucks. sucks i hate fucking traveling fucking waiting it gives me fucking shakes shit. going to the net well, and i would hate it less if smoking wasn't so discouraged yeah um because there's only i think there's only like two airports left in the fucking u.s that have smoking areas in them and like if you have to go through security and wait an hour and a half for your flight, fucking by the time you get on the plane for your four-hour flight, you can't smoke anything. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's ridiculous. But you hate everything about airports. I hate everything about airports. Listeners can't see it now, but every, he's actually crying. Every single thing about out. airports makes me want to never go to an airport ever again and just never leave my house. But that's a shame. But I got to do it, and I get to go through weird challenges and 
drive cars in places I've never been before. And That's weird. exciting. That's the exciting. That part. shit blew my mind when you, I found out you drive. I, I got a good story about that. Uh, last time I did that was in Chicago. Um, I was driving on the Chicago toll roads, which I didn't know were a thing, and are one of the most horrifying things I've ever fucking experienced. Wow. Fucking so, I'm driving this minivan because that's all the rental place had, um, and my lane begins to end and it's supposed to end as if i'm going 45 miles an hour but everybody on the fucking road is going 80 and i've got like two semi trucks next to me i fucking hit one of the the like this lane is ending signs because someone had else had already hit it and it had fallen into the road so i couldn't avoid it and somehow the truck separated so that as i was about to fucking hit the concrete divider i slid in between them and my, oh my, my friend calls me on the phone he's like hey man where are you gonna be there and i was like hey i can't call you right now i almost died I'll, I'll be right back and then i had a fucking real life panic attack whoa where all of my muscles seized up while i was driving and so i like clawed the phone back on and i was like Hey man, I'm about to be there, but uh, <laughs> I need you to like stay on the phone just in case I die on this fucking toll road. And so, so then I fucking white knuckle clenched the car up the, up this fucking spiral parking garage off of the toll road. Finally, up to the garage, got out of the car. Dude comes over to start checking it out, and he's like asking me shit. I'm like, you're gonna need to give me a second because I like can't move any of my muscles. <laughs> oh Damn, my god! Son. So that was that was fun, but that was. I don't blame that on driving as much as I don't drive that much. That was just like some bullshit. Closing roads on the fucking fastest, no rules goddamn highway in Chicago. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh my god. Fuck Chicago then. Yeah. No. And anybody that's from there. <laughs> I mean, I've always, I've always felt that. Way. Yeah. <laughs> this is very anti-Chicago. <laughs> you, you do pizza wrong. I have never been to Chicago, so when, if I ever go, do not shoot me. It's I have very good friends city. in Chicago, but I still am not a fan of going there. Yeah, but fuck them a little bit too. No, I mean they're they're you great. Chicago Some, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes people can't escape their situations. It's I the people it, who choose to live in Chicago. <laughs> it's a choice. That's a bad choice. It's a fucking choice, man. Raymond, my next question. You bomb the first time you do comedy. Why do you go back a second time? What made you? I had to make up for it. Or every time I bomb, I have to make up for it. Or I don't know, man. It's fucking... I just I don't know. Because I know some people, they eat shit the first time. And they quit. And they never go back. Because I, I gotta do it, man. I gotta. I have to. I have, have to, to do it. I have to. I have to do it. Cause the fuck am I gonna do, man? Keep working at a motherfucking metal shop? Fuck no. no that's not my. That's not what I picture for my life. I can't just be fucking happy with a check to check. Fucking living at an apartment and then have a kid and then just have a fucking kid and work. If I'm gonna work, I'm gonna at least fucking make it to. You know, something like that. If I don't make it, like, big, big, then mm -hmm. I could just at least tour and fucking be, like, known within my community or whatever, I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll fucking take it. But That's huge. As long as I can fucking, like, if I can make it and it takes 15, 20 years, fuck it. But we gonna fucking rock it. I'll work and do what I gotta do in the day and I'll fucking do what I gotta do in the night, man. But How do you find that balance? Just fucking gotta get my ass up and go, dude. How, how much hours do you get to sleep? On a night? Yeah. Uh, like a work week? Yeah, what's your average? Like fucking five, six hours maybe. And then there's comics that do more. I used to go to fucking mad mics. When I used to wake up at like eight o'clock, 
I used to go to uh, all the mics. Like, I used to go to streets and wait at streets until yep. 2 in the morning and uh, do all that shit and then be on, like, five hours of sleep because I used to work 9 to 5. But now I work fucking 6.30 to fucking 5. So, say, what? Like, say a Monday, Rover. Uh-huh. Go to work. five. Wake up at 5.30 in the morning. At least try to. Fucking wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Fucking... Sit there and push news like twice and fucking have to kick my ass up and fucking. I hear my dog licking himself. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Tiggs. I have to fucking relax my fucking yank because if I don't fucking. If I don't get my ass up and stop yanking my yank, I'm not going to get up and do anything. So I get up and I shower off and wake up and fucking take my coffee and fucking go to work. 10 hour shift, get off. Take Tigger for his walk. Maybe work out a little bit and go to fucking Rover. Wait there for like an hour and a half, two hours. You don't fall asleep waiting? Uh, I was at Scruffy's the other day. Yeah. I've been known to fucking be nodding at a mic. What I don't do know do if anyone's caught me, but I've, been, I've caught myself. I was like, fuck, I had to take a walk the other day. What do you do to keep the energy level up? Because that's, that's the excuse that I use all the time. I'm just too tired from work. And then I don't go to a mic. Um, how do I beat the tired? Yeah, how do you do that? Just tell myself I gotta get better. I gotta get fucking better. Plus, my roommate motivates me a lot too. Nice. Plus, like I, I got if, if I already started, it's like a fucking it's yourself. It's you sell yourself, man. So you gotta keep up the fucking brand. That's yeah. why I'm always trying to drop podcasts or my stand up. Like I try to fucking get the best fucking shit. Like shout, shout to Kyle Schwinn for taping that last set because. I knew that fucking set was gonna be good, dude. Like I fucking felt it in my soul. Like really, the la- I don't know if you saw the. I last, did see it, yeah, Cucina. for sure. I felt that shit. Everybody was doing good, and I had to show out. I've been like, like I, bef- I told myself before a year, I wanted to like get laughs like that. I've, I haven't even hit the year yet in right. January, and I fucking finally got it, dude. I fucking finally got it. Like yeah, and then I, I've seen the tape. You know, so many times that I've like, that's me. Like, that's me that's shining crazy, through man. that shit. So I just got to figure it out, dude. I got to figure it out more and write bits like that more. And I had just, I wrote that joke like just fucking 10 minutes before I got on. Like, really? Right, yeah. Like, I had the fucking, I said La Cochina in my head. And I was like, I was they like, love that when you said that. It was a Cochina, yeah. yeah. No, it was only, it was like four Mexicans. And then when I, I saw them laughing and white people were looking around, like, what the fuck is that? That's why I was like, but I had wrote that down, like, in my head. Like, I wrote La Cochina on my book. Uh-huh. And then, like, I wrote the whole bit out, but it, I didn't even do that. Like, I mixed up a joke with that. Like, the RBF joke is a whole totally different joke. Right. That's why I didn't go into it deep. But, like, I just transitioned it into La Cochina. Like, <laughs> it just, like, fucking came up in my head. I'm surprised if I fucking remembered it, but yeah, just came up. And I was just like, yeah, man. Man, you've been doing it almost a year now, though, right? Yeah. How do you feel like you've improved? Just my energy on stage. I like to be, I want to be a fucking energy comic. Like, I don't like to just uh-huh. like, stay, I don't want to just stand in one spot. Like, as you see, I move around and I try to be, like, character right. and, like, because that's how I am when I bullshit with you. Like, I'll fucking, I'll move around and do stupid shit. Yeah, moving is half of it. And I think a lot of comics, it's such a hard skill to learn. 
some of the funniest moving comics I know, like Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm, I haven't seen this shit. You could almost watch him on mute, and he would be funny. Oh, watch the way he moves. His moves are half the joke, and I think yeah, that's something. Yeah, like like how George moves. He fucking works the stage. That's right. Martin Martin needs to strut on stage and fucking do that shit. Like Martin is a big inspiration of mine. Yeah. Like fucking uh, boy, you crazy? Is it boy you crazy? Is it you so crazy? Yeah. You so crazy? That shit. I don't know why you looked at me to know what the name. I know. I don't know why I looked at you. (laughs) You know, I'm far too white for that. (laughs) Far too. There is one thing I saw on your Facebook that I wanted to ask you about. You said, at the open mic, just signed up, but I'm mad nervous. Suddenly, I don't feel funny. This is something that happens to me all the time. I've never left an open mic because of it, but I don't know how to get over that. Because I practice my sets for a while, I get it ready, I get it memorized, and then right at that moment, I just, I'm like, this is an awful set. Do you just go up there and do it anyways? And like, how do you get past that feeling? gotta get better man that's what you tell yourself you just gotta get better yeah I'm, I, if I'm waiting for two hours I might as well fucking wait I've been there I can, mm-hmm. and then you show I, to me if I show my face there I can't walk out even though I walked out of fucking Scruffy's the other night cause I was falling asleep mm-hmm. and he just kept bumping me so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna go home yeah I'm, and then right now I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. as I'm going on I need to stop giving, I need to stop doing that but I don't know man like just when I do go up there and I fucking I go up there fairly a lot like I show my face a lot in the scene dude if you ask about me like if you see the crowd outside you see like three or four dudes hanging out and you ask about me they'll be like yeah I know Ace mm-hmm. like, how'd you get that how'd you choose that name Raymond Ace cause my, my dad's last name Acevedo oh nice so I just came in that fits yeah I think it's sometimes I think it's stupid <laughs> That's, that, that's what happens, man. You just get self-doubt every now and then. It's literally just what you were saying. Suddenly, I don't feel funny. Yeah, man. I be fucking... That's a lot, but... Like, to me, I know I'm funny, like... But it's just like... Because you see some comics that are good, man. Like, oh, yeah. You see some motherfuckers that... But... I know I'm, I'm going to be good, but, like... They just know how to... There's something that they know that I don't know. And that's... Any comic that hasn't... You haven't felt that? Like, they... You just need to find out what they know. And once you do... Like, you know, like, like, there's comics that know they're going to kill the room. A lot of comics find out at different times. They'll find out 10 years in, 20 years in, two years in. But I've seen good comics bomb, though. Like, I've seen good comics bomb. Like, that's, right. that, that fucking, like, humbles them and me. I'm just like, if they fucked up and they didn't get shit, then I'm not doing too bad. You know what I'm saying? What's your ratio, like, from bombing to doing really well? I think okay. for me, it's like one out of four that I do well. I bomb all the time, dude. You bomb a lot? Bomb. Fucking shit doesn't work i'm just like fuck man sometimes like old jokes to me i don't like to stick to 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 jokes too long Uh uh-huh especially around the mics because you see the same motherfuckers all the time that's you know everybody's just working their shit so you see them and that's what's up that's dope so sometimes it's like a family when motherfucker doesn't show up you'd be like wait what the fuck that motherfucker been (laughs) you know what i mean like that's awesome i try to stay on the scene at least like i try to have like i said i try to have my face shown i'm trying to fucking trying to you know if i can get booked that'd be dope but i'm not that good yet yeah it's tough it's tough it's not easy i don't That's even think i would take a book i don't even think i would take it because i'm such fucking i don't i don't hold up i don't hold myself to that standard yet 
Did you say that you write jokes 10 minutes before you go on? The is best that jokes happened? that I've gotten, the sponsor, I've, I've either thought about them like fucking minutes before and just wrote down the idea like and went with it and like the what? the the I don't know if you've seen the old lady joke that I have on my video. I got uh-huh. an old lady joke uh-huh. that they fucking hit me. If It's on YouTube. You guys check it out. YouTube, Bring Me Nace. Um, Was this at Streets? Yeah, it was that street. Okay, I might have seen a clip or something. Yeah, so I have clips on my Instagram of it mm-hmm. too. So, um, yeah, that Donald Trump joke and the motherfucking kids in a cage joke worked at, and it just had I had just written it like at mutiny ten minutes, or like an hour before that ten minutes, an hour before that. Yeah, I did it at mutiny with just uh, Olivia Schilling, I think her name is. I, she just it was just her, and I just was like, I just wrote this right now. I just need to say it on stage and hear it first, and then I'm gonna go to streets. So you work it out on stage. You have the idea. And then you have you to work, work it out on stage. You got to. Like, as soon as you get it. It sounds like there's a lot of improv, though. I, I'm really Sometimes. only. Yeah, I'm only asking because, like, for me, it's like every single word is memorized before. No, nah, every time I switch times. it up. Every joke, every time. It's like raps. Every time yeah. I switch it up, which I need to stop doing that. But It like, makes it so impossible to help him write a joke because we'll write out the way that you're supposed to tell a joke. Right. And le- every once in a while, he'll be like, what do you think about this? And I'll be like, if you say it this way, mm-hmm. it will be funny. And then he will never say it that way. Uh, he, will, he, will, he will insert like three or four words or, so, or completely change a sentence or right. add a sentence. And I'm like, man, if you, just, if you just say the joke the way the joke's supposed to go... <laughs> Yeah, we, we might. We've already worked. It. <laughs> we might be thinking the same way, in the way that we kind of like but put no, these things. But I mean, together. that's that's the thing is that you basically have to figure out how to fluidly make those changes. I think that's that's a lot of just going through the same material over and over again. Is you do get to try it out with different different versions of stuff, but right. you usually have to start with at least the the. the it's just funny. I it, it my, I still I'll think even, my jokes we'll, fucking we'll, suck, we'll write them out. <laughs> there was one time we were writing one. I I wrote out the whole thing. I was like, all right, just read this, read the words, and he added like two sentences that weren't there. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to just read. This. And I put it in parentheses. Though. I yeah, put what no, I added. but it, but it's hilarious. It's it's a very and like he was saying, he was about to go into one joke and then realized that one would probably get a better laugh and mutated it into the second joke. And you can't. You can't do that on the fly if all of your stuff is just like that's right yeah that's beats. instinct so it's you know but the best comics fucking do it off the fly man <laughs> they're doing the same thing they're just, they're just making Hell yeah. sure there's mm-hmm. i mean i don't know man a lot of these people i think they have every word do. down i'm sure they've all done the th- thing they've like finished their punchline and then pointed at themselves in the mirror but like, i want to be yeah, like yeah, yeah. i want to be good at fucking with the crowd and then like being able to go back to my set and like you know i want to do it all man but you know right it's tough have you ever been heckled hell yeah yeah <laughs> no i only I once. heckle him constantly yeah <laughs> only once i've only been heckled once it was at stoney's and i got kicked out of stoney's for like two months oh yeah really yeah for talking to him well i will i was i don't fuck around dude you disrespect me i'm gonna fucking tell you i'm gonna fucking so you tore him up no i i, I, I bombed totally bombed on okay. stage but i was talking shit to him like, but it was t- <laughs> I was like, well, he was like, you, you, you too, man. I was like, who you do? Because he looked like a hick. And I was like, yeah. It's, um, I don't even remember what I said, but I fucking, I got off stage. And as soon as I got off stage, character went out of the building. And I was just like, what's up, homie? Like, you got a fucking problem? Mm. It's in this night. Because he was telling me some shit, drunk shit. 
And I don't fucking play that shit. So I was like, well, let's go. Let's, let's, let me talk to you outside real quick. I don't remember, but I've never seen him after that. But That was the only time you got heckled? Yeah, from what I know. Yeah. I haven't been heckled that much yet. Yeah. I, I would remember. be able to take it better now, I think. Uh, there was there was one time for me like about two years ago now where I wanted to just have heckle practice. So I go up to this mic called Los Tacos. They don't run it anymore, but I go up there and I'm like, guys, if anybody has anything they want to say, please say it right now because I'm trying to learn how to snap back at people. Nobody said anything. And then the host was like, you still have four minutes. I'm like, fuck, I had nothing. I had nothing and I just ate my balls for the next three minutes. I wanted to get heckled and didn't get heckled. That's gonna happen. Well, you can't though. ask for it, man. I just wanted it. I was like, guys, anything. What do you got? I just you wanted take to take it naturally. You want, you want that real hate? That real hate is. I guess so. Yeah, they looked at me and they're like, no. I got. Oh no! I got roasted. <laughs> no, man. Uh, I got roasted by a fucking comic, and I like. I knew she was talking shit about me, but I didn't think she was gonna go that long. Well, they come out and. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like, um, what's this? What did they tell me? What did they tell me? They're like, oh, did you hear my set? I roasted you. I was talking shit, <laughs> something like that. And I was like, oh, work. That's what's up. I was like, was it any good? <laughs> I didn't even ask that. On I did something like that. I was like, was did it you, good? Did you take any of it personally when for the first two minutes, or That's were you just question. like, yeah, that sounds about right? That's <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even say that. I wasn't paying attention. I was. <laughs> In my own world, you know, with That's everything. Amazing. I, Somebody's talking about you. And with everything I got going on and shit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, fuck it, whatever. No. This is all a character piece. <laughs> everything that Raymond Ace says is based on the character of Raymond Ace and has no relation. In, this is all comedy. This is a, all comedy. In opinion is, nah, or this action, is, too. This is uh, reality is your own. I don't know how to say your last name. Reality is your own <laughs> definition of it. 47 minutes in and we give one disclaimer <laughs> we'll yeah. put this at the beginning i mean everything i i really should start the show that we currently do with a disclaimer i really <laughs> we I, say it throughout the whole fucking show and that's yeah. that's the thing is usually there's a disclaimer after we've said the thing that we're not that's supposed it to say. yeah but like i said i still i edit a decent amount out of these things that's one of the reasons that i'm not done with the next episode of our podcast is <laughs> Because I have to edit a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> editing. Gonna be, you're going to have a good gonna time be, editing this one because you're going to have to cut out some shit. We're at 48. I, I'm going to say at least 47 of this is usable. <laughs> I, I shit out so many bad jokes. So why, why don't you go to the mics, man? Uh, well, I've, I've been putting energy into this lately. But like I said, I make excuses for myself all the time. That, you gotta get I know. It's known, something man. I'm trying to get out of. I just got to be honest about it, though. I definitely make excuses a lot. My big one, like I was telling you, I'm always just like, ah, I'm too tired. Or like, oh, I did the podcast today. Nah, man. We be, I come, I do, uh, like last Friday when we, when we recorded, uh, I went to Growler, and that's I had that good ass set. Mm-hmm. I came over here with uh, with Young Aspie, and we did, a, we did a podcast. And then I still, what did I do? I went and crashed home because it was a long ass podcast, huh? That should went to like two in the morning, wilding. Yeah, we got super drunk and you guys freestyled over a bunch of beats. I didn't get then, drunk. Oh yeah, no, I got super drunk and you guys just got super high. <laughs> yeah, but I medicated. I, this is all medicinal. That's right. It's pretty good. So what else is on your? your but your I I always like to end these things by asking a bunch of rapid fire questions. I think we've gotten to know you and kind of talked about comedy a little bit. So just answer to the best of your ability. 
Still, if you want to answer some of these two, I'm going to throw some at you. Yeah. It'll just alternate back and forth. Uh, Raymond, what's your favorite color? Shit. I, I like a lot of colors. Like this is rapid fire. Blue, a good blue shade. A uh, gray, a gray. I like grays. Still, when's the last time you spoke to your mother? Uh, two days ago, I sent her a text message. Raymond, do you believe in ghosts? Hell yeah. Uh, Still, have you ever broken a bone? Uh, no, but I smashed four teeth out of my face my front four teeth of feet. God. <laughs> was that last week? Or? No, that was, uh, when I was, like, 13. I shattered my No, actually, that's the joke version of that. I like okay. to say that it was my 13th birthday because that makes it more dramatic, but it was really my 11th birthday. Ah. I drove a go-kart straight into a ditch and smacked my teeth out. <laughs> we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, that's real. That it's a <laughs> perfect segue. Raymond, what's the worst injury you've ever had? Shattered my ankle. How long ago? Like 2012, no, 2011. This one's for both of you. What's your favorite cartoon? Batman the Animated Series. One does like number one. Kid Video. Maybe Goku. Maybe Goku. Never seen Kid Video. I don't know. From the 80s. It's about this fake pop band full of kids that goes to like this land that is all about music. Dragon Ball Z. And then they have like a sweet live action 80s music video at the end of it where they sing one of their original songs. That's amazing. It's fucking awesome. Kid video. Dragon Ball is a big one too. Uh, Raymond, what's your biggest fear? Uh, getting shackled. Uh, Sil, what's your biggest regret? Uh, not investing in Bitcoin. Oh, <laughs> when, no. I, when I first started hearing somebody actually talk about it regularly, because I should have just done it, and I would have had so much goddamn money. <laughs> but yes, Bitcoin is my biggest regret. Um, As should be everyone else. <laughs> bastards. Raymond, what's the best advice you've ever heard? Just, uh... Good one. <laughs> what? My grandpa used to say just work and be a good man or something like that. Like, I can't, I don't know. I've had a lot of good advice, but I just can't. Off the rip, you call me on that one, motherfucker. That's what I like to do. That's what you like to do, huh? Yeah, you call me off the off the handle with that one. All right, you can think about it. We'll let it the answer. Uh, Sil, this one's a fill in the blank, and it's I think the most difficult sentence to finish. So I'm gonna throw it at you. Say what you want about racism, but this guy's professional, man. He's got the questions and all the shit. Oh man, I have to both be appropriate and Say what you want about racism, but <laughs> say what you want about racism, but I'm not going to an American food restaurant. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh, Raymond, who's your best friend? My best friend, Holly Gonzalo. Off the rip. All right. Uh, so, what's the last thing you stole? I mean, probably some movie that I watched on the internet. Some weird. Asian shit from the 80s. It's probably. That's, but that's streaming. We have very loose. I yeah. used to torrent and shit like all the time. Download. This is the character piece. But you don't. I mean, but that's the thing. I didn't keep any of it. I don't. It all died on that hard drive. So I don't. I don't own wow. legal property anymore. Yes. So fucking. <laughs> uh, nowadays, all you gotta do is find it streaming. It's crazy. Like 
half of the shit that I used to have to get files for and find subtitles. Shout to Disney Plus, dude. No, no shout to Disney Shout to Disney. Boo to you guys for not just making them Son, I was watching the rescuers down under last night. High as a motherfucking kite. Wildin'. Disney Plus. They've been selling people's information all day. I wanted a ride on the Eagle, dude. I just, it brought me back to finer times I don't know what you didn't, oh yeah, you didn't let you watch TV. Jesus. The Rescuers Down Under, bro. Get fucking, get spiffy and fucking what? You never seen The Rescuers Down Under? I've never said those words in my life, no. Are you fucking serious? You've never seen I'm The Rescuers Down Under? Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a great cartoon from it's Disney. It's one of the shows that's tell. responsible for if you are, if you are uh, 35 year olds being furry. If you are uh, streaming on motherfucking, uh, if you're streaming Disney Plus, you put that search bar and put the rescuers down under they have, they have Ultron homie rides an eagle I, that's not what I asked he rides a fucking overgrown eagle son in ride, Australia I don't know I don't even Trump. know how the American bald eagle showed up in Australia but that's how great of a movie does he have was. fucking magic cauldron or black cauldron I've like, seen that one too. Great, is, great. Is movie. that one on Disney Plus? Yeah, they, everything Disney's on Disney. They like to forget that that movie exists. Right? I was watching Ducktales the other night. Wow. Remember I was telling you? What are you like? A, a I'm white, a fucking a big kid, dude. I'm a big <laughs> fucking kid. I'm still. I'm, my stupid ass is trying to write bits about it, dude. <laughs> well, lucky for you, everyone else is a child, so they'll probably know what you're talking. About. Dude, everybody's a big kid nowadays. You can't fucking. <laughs> Why would you want to be an adult when the world is so fucking tragic? <laughs> like, just at least hold on. I'm still holding on to that little bit of kid that I got. That's it's, why they keep making Star Wars. I still jack off and shit, you know? I'm fucking... Uh, I'm still holding on to my teenage years. I don't think years. children are You're necessarily a lot of this Yeah, Yeah, you gotta work it out, bro. You gotta work <laughs> it out. That takes out all the stress. I got... Clean the pipes. Three more questions. Clean the pipes. Uh, Raymond, do you have any other talents besides stand-up? Drawing. Drawing. Yeah, drawing. I could flow sometimes, like if I got a good amount of words in my brain, I could bust some good little raps. Mm. I used to battle rap in high school. Damn. Uh, what else? Podcasting. I'm fucking a great podcaster. Fucking wildin'. You know what I'm saying? We'd be wildin' on the motherfucking cast, talking trash. <laughs> All you hoes, talking you know where to hit me, get get in the DMs. If you want if you content. wanna get your legs flexed while I lick your ankles. You know what I'm saying? You're talented at licking ankles. I like, I love licking a good ankle. <laughs> that's gonna be the that's intro a, clip for this. That's what? I love licking ankles. I love that. That's a, hey, I like licking ankles while separating their toes with my fingers. Like, I don't know why. Especially if they got cute toes. Like, damn, you're making me blush right now. Yeah, man. Like, you gotta fucking flex them, bro. Uh, so I'm sorry you keep getting the difficult ones, but we're almost done. Uh, what is the difference between love and in love? Uh,. Not very much, but you've spent a lot of time trying to qualify it. That's, all right. mm-hmm. That's a rapid-fire answer. What was that? <laughs> I am bewildered. The difference between love and being in love is not very much, but you've probably spent a lot of time qualifying <clears throat> Raymond, this is a fill-in-the-blank for you. My name is Raymond Ace, and I'm... A fucking perverted bastard. <laughs> Ladies, hit my DMs, because they're fucking lonely right now. He's just looking for somebody to I'm... kiss his ankles like they... Like he no, I'll kiss ankles. their ankles. <laughs> no, but but really, you, you want someone who will do the same for you. 
you want to keep them on their toes. Yeah, I like toes. Well, you want your fingers on the toes, but... <laughs> and if you cook, you know what I'm saying? I could cook, we could combine and make a good omelet or something. I'm trying to crack a few eggs. <laughs> Raymond, thank you for joining me on this. Thank you for taking the time to do this, honestly. Yes, yeah, comedians like you helping me out. They, yeah, you guys do a lot for me, honestly. So I want to thank you for real. You, Still, go you too, let me in your beautiful home. Absolutely. Down here in Denver, letting us record on all your equipment. I do appreciate you guys. I'm always happy to help people make things. It's the reason that I keep letting this goblin fucking spout nonsense oh, on the air. You got two Mexicans <laughs> in your home now, so yes. you are a good guy. I appreciate you. <laughs> You know, I, all I care about is whether you want to make stuff or not. We got time to record our dad dreams, right? Sure do. Say what, say what you want right, about racism, down. but white people are the laziest. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Raymond Ace. Raymond Ace in the place. And BB Silica. Huge shout out to you again. Thanks for letting us use all your equipment. Um, you know, I kind of, I only have two mics in my setup, and then he has this whole thing. I, it was very professional, whole thing. They got a green screen in the apartment. Um, and I really like their whole thing that they got going on. Best of luck to Raymond Ace. I really hope that I do get to see you around these open mics sometime. And Let's just get heckled, man. Let's get heckled, and let's bomb, and let's do it, because that's what stand-up is about. You gotta just keep doing it. You gotta just... Keep performing. That's uh, that's what most comics say. They're like, yeah, whatever you do, just keep, keep doing it. Don't stop. Never settle. Hennessy. Something like that, right? They say something like that. Um, but another huge thank you to them. This was the 27th episode, which is just insane, man. This thing has been growing so much, and to any comedian that wants to be a part of it or that has been a part of it, I am forever grateful um if you do want to be a part of it i am just a message away on facebook and instagram dan o oliveris is who i am on facebook um friends with a lot of other comedians and comedian.ordinaire on instagram literally just say hey i want to do the podcast and we will make it work and we'll make it fun and interesting because uh, that's what that's what this generation does we just make things and content and just keep talking, even though we don't have anything to say. Kind of just keep going. That's the whole theme of this thing. Just keep doing things. Keep doing things. Um, shoot, next week we are going to have Josh Grambo on the podcast. I am very excited about that. Josh Grambo been doing stand-up for about two years. Um, and sat down with him and just had a great interview. He's a, a solid comedian and great energy and Another huge thank you to him, but that'll be next week. Um, this has been Comedian Ordinaire, the OK Podcast. We'll see you next week.